I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, Hey, man! It's plain and simple tonight. It's the biggest regular season game for Trey Young in his short history in the NBA. And the reason is simple, Mike Bell. We're on a three-game win streak. The, the franchise is in turmoil behind mm. the scenes. Whether you want to believe it or not, that's what's going on. On top of that, you're playing the guy that we made the trade for and Luka Doncic. Guys, there is an expectation – Three years ago, we didn't have this expectation for Trey Young. Nobody really knew whether he was going to be good, how good he was going to be, whether he was going to be a max player or not. Mike, both of these guys have max deals. And to tell me this game doesn't matter on a monster level tonight, you're not paying attention. Right. Now, uh, both teams, to be honest, are not really kicking ass and taking names. The Mavericks are just three games over 500. They've had some injuries. They've been dealing with, uh, you know, a very difficult conference, as we have. I mean, it's very balanced right now in the NBA. We're right now at 500, 22 and 22. So, certainly, you'd love to see Trey put on one of those performances, those wow moments. I mean, this is where we're at. When a guy elevates, and I think it's funny because I was talking at the gym today. I'm going to give a shout-out to Terry. Terry's Atlanta PD, by the way. He lives on, on the south side. And he was saying, he goes, so you're going to be talking about Luke and Trey today? I said, yeah, and, and he's a big Trey guy. And I said, look, man, the bar got raised when he made that run to the conference final. We need more of that magic. And if he's providing that magic, I don't expect it every night. But if you can give me the kind of stuff that Luca provides, I mean, that's the thing. Luca does provide this every night. Trey hasn't been doing it every night. That, to me, is the difference. And why? Well, let's examine that. Why? There has been turmoil within the Mavs organization. Guys, they lost arguably their second best player in, in, in Jalen Brunson to the Knicks in the offseason, right? And some would say that uh, Luca wanted Porzingis gone. So w- why is it that he's showing up and our guy isn't? I, I can't answer that. I don't know. I can't tell you guys that it's behind the scenes and all the stuff that's been you know talked about with Trey Young. I don't know. But I will say this today, though, and I know we're all frustrated with what's, what's going on with the Hawks. I got to support my guy. I got to support our star, and I'm hoping he shows up big tonight, Mike. I'm hoping he puts on a show that gets the rest of the country going, wow, that's the guy we saw in the playoffs a couple of years ago, and maybe I hadn't paid attention to the Hawks, but maybe I need to start paying attention. I think getting this win tonight might set us on the right course on the floor. Trey can't do anything about what's going to happen with the front office. DeJounte can't do anything like, like, they could say, hey, here's who we like and all the, But, Mike, they're not going to make those hires. That's going to be Tony Ressler. That's going to be Nick Ressler. That's going to be Steve Coonan. He, they can't do any of that stuff. What they can do is go out and play. What they can do is perform at a high level. And tonight, Trey and Luca, this is what the NBA lives for. You want these star matchups. You just hope the stars live up to it. Now, you mentioned it in the crossover. He's leading the league in scoring. Does that matter to you that Trey is 10th or 11th in the league in scoring? I mean, as long as you're top 10, you know, I mean, the one thing is we said, if you're having those moments, are you winning the games? I just think this year 
you know, we, we haven't seen Trey has not been hitting those magical threes. I mean, look, guys, this, you know, his game put, you know, picking it up from like shooting from the hip, hitting it from half court. You haven't had those kind of like, holy cow, did you see that? I mean, he's still doing it, but he's just not doing it at the clip that he was maybe two seasons ago. And DeJounte, we knew that you know, there'd be less touches, we thought. DeJounte's had some moments. He hit a monster three the other night. Trey's been making, actually, Carl, he's been making his bread and butter getting to the free throw line. Getting to the rack, getting fouled. That's vintage Trey, though, right? Right. And then he was just not getting the perimeter side of it. Yeah, and remember they tried to take that foul away where he jumps into guys and they said, right. oh, you can't do that offensively. He still gets to the line pretty effectively. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's the biggest game for Trey Young in the regular season of his career. We're past the what is he going to be spot. We're past what Luka's going to be. We know what they're going to be. We know what they are. And now you pit these two guys and their teams against each other. You can tell me it's just Luka and we got to stop him. You can think that. I mean, the Mavs shoot the hell out of the three-pointer, Mike. They take a lot of threes. If they're on, they're usually winning. But this is also a team that just played in the Western Conference Finals. Now, did they get embarrassed? Yeah, they did. But that's a team that's fresh off of a run like we were just a few years ago. And now, check this out. Luke is telling the front office, hey, we need to improve before the trade deadline. He wants to make a big move, make a trade, get some help. Mike, it's rumored that they are interested in Cam Reddish. Isn't that interesting? And isn't that coming full circle? Because remember, guys, because of the trade, the conditional pick became number 10 in the same draft that got us DeAndre Hunter became Cam Reddish. Being at uh, then Phillips Arena at the time, it was really exciting, right? State Farm was really exciting when we go, wow, look at this. I got a guy from Virginia off a national championship. I got a guy from Duke. And then, and now one guy's in, well, one guy's gone. And then the other guy has got a contract, but he's still inconsistent. So, yes, that would be ironic. Irony can be pretty ironic sometimes, man. Would that be crazy if they end up trading mm. for Cam Reddish? Now, the Mavs, apparently the Lakers, the Bucks are all interested in, in Cam Reddish. Uh, the Knicks apparently are seeking second-round draft pick compensation. Wow. Now, I still don't know how good Cam Reddish is, but if teams are interested, obviously he's still young enough. I don't know what's going on in New York, but the fact is he may end up in Dallas. Mm. What are we going to do at the trade deadline? We talked about this, and I think it's only interesting tonight because you have these two teams, these two stars, one star publicly coming out and saying, hey, we got to get better before the trade deadline. I want to get back to the Western Conference Finals. What are we going to do? Yeah, and it is interesting, Trey, maybe behind the scenes, Luke is certainly more publicly. They've had run-ins with general managers, or at least general managers left because of them. Had run-ins with coaches. Rick Carlisle got got because Luca wasn't happy with him. You know, we now know the story about the first coach we had here, and I'm not sure where the second coach, how long he's going to be, or maybe just to the end of this year. But they're big personalities. But Luca has been a guy who's provided some bigger, now just recently, some bigger wow moments. We know Trey's capable of it, but there's just been something a little bit off this year. That's the best way. Hey, and a little bit off for Trey, is still 10th or 11th in scoring in the, in the league, which isn't too shabby. No, man, he's giving you, you know, with all the stuff we've talked about, at the end of the day, he's still giving you 10 assists a game. He's third in the league in assists. He's still finding guys. Now, whether they're hitting the shots they need yeah. in a timely fashion in the fourth quarter when we need those shots, that's debatable because we've lost a lot of those close games. Let's hear Trey Young talk about this three-game win streak. They can make it four tonight right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I mean, I think it was. I mean, it's good to get a win. Like I said last game, it's tough when, to win any game in this league. So to get three straight is good. It's got to continue to take it one game at a time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, Mike, if this stuff that came out, mm. whether it bothered guys, if it didn't, if it has had zero effect or a major effect. I don't know. Right. All I know again is when you roll the ball out, what are we doing? 
And I think that's all Nate can control. That's all these guys can control. The other stuff, mm. it's got to figure itself out. But again, you know, when you're losing games, again, luckily we won the MLK Day special against the Heat, but that was one where, you know, to me that's on Nate. You, you got to call some timeouts. You've got to get something rolling in the half court. You you, you saw it. We, I mentioned Reggie Miller three or four times yesterday. His take that you're just you're scrambling. You've gone back to isolation ball. You you basically you know your default setting is bad basketball in the half court. That's that's coaching to me. That's got or the message has gone flat. By the way, I looked it up real quick. Last year, by the way, 21-22 season, Luca finished fifth in points, Trey sixth in scoring. Okay. So I mean that's where we're just when we talk about the bar being raised. Carl already talked about the assists. So tonight for all the sauce, yeah, it's on ESPN national game. Let's hope that uh, we have something special to talk about tomorrow. This is the biggest game for <laughs> Trey Young in his career during the regular season. Do you think he thinks even remotely close to that thought? Let me tell you what, what he will think. If he doesn't show up, we get embarrassed, he scores 10. You don't think the rest of the country's talking about it? Mm. I think he's thinking about that. I don't know what he does tonight, but you can say it doesn't matter if we don't play well, and specifically if he doesn't play well in this game. He doesn't have to play well against Giannis because there's no comparison. He doesn't have to play well against Jason Tatum. There's no comparison. He doesn't have to play well against Donovan Mitchell. We don't look at him the same way we do Luka. So, Mike, yeah, if Luka goes off tonight for 50, okay, and we lose and Trey doesn't play well, how is that viewed by the rest of the country? Right. By the way, good things for Trey. He has gone up in his three-point shooting. I've been harping on that. He's up to 47% this month. But he's measured by Luka. You just laid it out. Luca is a guy that went for a triple double with sixty. I mean, that's a, that's a that's one for the ages. That just happened this uh, earlier this season. So we'll be breaking it down. We'll talk to Lauren Jabara from Bally Sports. Get her vibe on what's been a crazy couple of weeks. Ironically, since everything broke about the rather busy decision making process with the Hawks, they're now three wins in a row. Yeah, and, and like I said, I, why I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just well, on we a played roll. we played two or three bad teams. The Heat are struggling, and the Pacers are well. We're the same as the Pacers. The, the one that impressed me is Toronto because how much they always we struggle with them and Siakam and the size on the road too. Mike, that was big. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Follow us, guys, on social media. Follow this show. It's Dukes and Bell 929. He is Mike Bell, ATL. I may put him up. See Dukes. And again, follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on. We're on the gram as well and across all social media platforms. We're also going to get a chance to talk to Connor Riley today at 4 o'clock. Our guy from Dog Nation. Parade happened. Last night some stuff went down where, you know, Stetson Bennett responded to some folks in the media. And, Mike, we've all talked about what Stetson Bennett's personality is like. I'm not around him every day. I have no idea. All I know about Setson Bennett is he's a winner, right? right? Every Saturday I saw him out there, he was competing his butt off. Coaches had nothing but good things to say. But, you know, you wonder with what came out about the parade and then how he responded last night. What is his personality? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, after he finally, like he, he brought Georgia something he hadn't had in four decades. And I think he probably deserves a little bit of credit and some and a little bit of praise. And I don't think he got either one as we went into this season. And he just wouldn't want another. Now, Steak, by the way, was talking about him being on his phone. A couple other people mentioned that. Steak talked about it in the Steakhouse. Stetson clapped back on him on that on social media. And then Steak said, look, man, I, I love your game. It's just, you know, you're on the phone. It's not a good look. And Stetson was saying, like, they only got one chance to get the music right, Carl, as they roll into the stadium for the final time. And that was his take. That's fine. But, again, he, he doesn't owe anybody an apologies because he's done some things that haven't been done in this university ever. And I wonder, maybe here yeah, is a chip. Maybe there's a – I hope it's not a Baker Mayfield or, a, I don't know, a Johnny Football-type chip, but maybe he can use that at the next level if he gets a crack at it. That's a heck of a thing to have drive you. It's driven him his whole career, right. but 
it can also be petty. And that's where Baker Mayfield got into trouble. Everything that was ever said, I got to respond. I don't know. We'll talk about it coming up. Stetson, just keep moving, bro. All right, we're coming back. When we do, we'll get to some headlines, including what is going on in the NFL. We're going to tell you the latest. A bunch of hires are happening, potentially, and who are the Falcons talking to for their D.C.? We'll get to that as well here on Sports Week. It is Dukes and Bell. Stars in our city continue to change, and they will continue to evolve as we move along. We used to have a guy named Freddie Freeman. We still love Freddie for what Freddie Mm. did. But he's no longer here. Now, well, there's another guy that's leaving. And it's official today because Atlanta United holding a presser. Now, Mike and I are going to be at the training facility, the training ground, on Wednesday the 25th. It's not open to the public. So, you know, I know you guys are like, hey, we're going to come hang out. But uh, we're going to be out there and getting the, the skinny on what's going on with Atlanta United as we get ready for another upcoming season. Uh, meeting with the folks out there, and we'll have some guests on as well and talk about the the shape and, and the makeup of this this lineup. Um, but, Mike, Joseph Martinez officially traded to Miami. This is something we had talked about. We, it hasn't been top of mind, guys, because we've been football-oriented with the dogs and all that's been going on. But we kind of knew that this was eventually going to happen. We didn't know right. when, but it happened today, and, and it's something that a lot of United fans are talking about. We will forever love what Joseph Martinez brought and meant to this team, this this franchise, from its start, from its inception. And for those of us who experienced that, you know, 10 years from now, there'll be people like, oh, this is great, or whatever it's going to be. There will never, in my opinion, be like those first four or five right. years. And uh, the three years before the knee injury, you and I were up in Nashville when he had the knee injury, uh, and that one just kind of changed the trajectory for Joseph. We guys, we very easily could have been back-to-back champions you know, two things. The Miles Robinson injury, because Burholter's decides to got to run sprints after a friendly, and uh, Miles Robinson blows out his knee, uh, a hamstring, so he couldn't play against the, I guess it was Toronto that year in the conference finals. Joseph also did, don't forget, he got a penalty kick stopped in that game. We could have had a 2-0 lead against Toronto. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know we all we only remember the good stuff, but yeah, he got a little too cute with the penalty kick, and he got stopped. But we remember the good stuff, the MVP season, all the goals. And then, for me, what changed things, the knee and then losing Darlin to Nagby because nobody could get him the ball the way he needed it. And then the personnel conflicts with the manager, they weren't going to move off the manager. And, look, Carl, divorce is never pretty. No. And I just I, I can make one little comment here. i got to be honest, I tweeted this earlier. No, no disrespect to Carlos Bocanegra, which means I'm going to disrespect him. But when the uh, technical director says, you know, we could have been nasty, but Joseph means a lot, you know. So in other words, like they did him a favor sending him to Miami instead of like Carl to Tierra del Fuego, you know, <laughs> or to some like, I don't know some backwoods place in Peru. No, he had a no trade clause. He had to sign off on this, and someone had to eat some of his salary as a designated player. So that was a bit disingenuous. But now you will get to see Joseph if he can stay healthy down there at Inter Miami at least uh, two or three times. Yeah. Mike, this split, though, right, Gonzalo Pineda, the manager, when they made the decision, I, we were on the air that day, and they said, Gonzalo's not going anywhere. And I was like, well, Joseph's gone. Because it was either going to be the manager, and you're changing managers again because of what had happened during the season, guys, and we don't have to re, you know, rehash right. all the the events. But when they made that decision, we knew it was only a matter of time before Joseph was going to probably be traded. But, yes, Mike, I, I hear you, man. I think uh, – <laughs> There were probably some people in the building 
and, and you know, Darren Neal's is gone, and we got new new people right. in charge. But there were probably some people in the building who were not happy for a while this season with Joseph. And I think right. that's probably where that comment stems from. Right. And this is where I agree with you. Carlos don't have to say anything. Yeah. Right? I just wish him well, and we truly hope he does well. Look, as we said, it, it just got toxic. And and I get it. And there's some fans. I think there's some fans out there like Joseph can do no wrong. And I think you guys, I mean, let's have some reality here. Joseph acted like a petulant child. You think he's the first player in the history of soccer to have a problem with his manager? No, it just got to the point where, you know, it, it started involving other teammates. You know, you're trashing a spread after a game, which is something the childish. You know, don't, don't throw the polio on the floor, man. But that was one that was like, come on, dude. And it, is, it got to the point where it was untenable. And I get that. It's happened. Like it happens at Real Madrid. It happens at Barca. It happens everywhere. So it happened here. And I just think that at some point, I'm curious to see what our new, you know, what, what, what the new boss for Atlanta United, Lagoa, is going to do. Is Carlos going to be long for this world? Is he still part of this organization? A lot of fans really blame Carlos for all the bad signings and all the things, Carl, that just didn't pan out. Jurgen Dom, million dollars. Yep. All the guys that just moved off the roster who just, let's be honest, never gelled with Joseph. Now, was that them? Was that Joseph? Was it all of the above? Yeah. And here's what we don't know now, I guess is how much of it was Darren, right? right. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we can put it all on Carlos, but a lot of this was also Darren making a lot of these decisions. Either way, I think Carlos is here, Mike. We're at a point, training camp is next month. Right, Carlos, I get that's what I'm saying. A lot of folks feel like they're going to push him out. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Garth Lagerway is doing the best to undo, though, some of the – whether, as you said, if it's a pie chart, 50-50, 60-40, sure. Darren and Carlos, there were guys that you had to move off the roster because they weren't, they weren't giving you anything. And they've, he's been able to do that so far in the offseason. All right, that is news today. The other news we're going to talk about um, here is, as we hit some headlines, brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Is what's going on with guys transferring at Georgia, Mike? Now, you just mm-hmm. won a national championship. Right. My thought is, again, we're talking about potentially three-peating, going back for another one. I right. know who we're losing. I get it. You lost more guys, I think, to the NFL last year that you're probably going to lose this year. Either way, they're losing some big pieces. And then today, you know, we find out that A.D. Mitchell is also planning to enter the transfer portal. Yeah, and I know that uh, a lot of folks are upset. We will get the lowdown from Connor Riley and the dog reported for, but A.D. Mitchell is gone. Rumors he's maybe going to uh, Texas or USC. Uh, again, Dominic Blaylock, who uh, had to deal with injuries and had the knee problem. He, there's rumors he's going to Georgia Tech, but we'll have the, the lowdown on that at four. And I think Tech's going to be a great place. They got the Who's the backup from A&M they just picked up? The other quarterback. So they, I, I tell you what. Brent Key's doing some exciting things in the transfer portal, and that's the way Shane Beamer got things on track in South Carolina. And I heard Randy say today on Randy Ende that maybe uh, Tech could get to eight wins. Hell, I, I think they're just happy to get bowl eligible. But there's going to be some some big things on that roster. They've also got some stud-wide receivers coming in. And if you are A.D. Mitchell, Carl, you won two rings. I think you can go. You've done your service. I think in the new world we live in of the portal, you yeah. go. It's like no skin off your back. Go do your thing. Here's what's interesting about Tech. And, and you know, I think some people found out – about, uh, what do they call it, Mike, Bloody Tuesday or whatever we, we found out <laughs> yes. about where guys are hitting, you know, it's, it's basically full contact. We're going to get right. after each other. And I, and I was talking with some people at Tech, and they were saying when Brent Key got the job, the next week it was full contact. We're hitting. Mm. And there was a lot of prior to Brent Key becoming the head coach, and again, if I'm sharing secrets, sorry, Georgia Tech, but you got to win some more games, and I think this is good for the program. At the end of the day, Mike, there was a lot of not hitting, walking around, kind of, uh, you know, lollygagging. Mm-hmm. At pre- 
And that, that kind of translated to the field. Right. That's why you had kicks blocked and stuff that was going on. And the point is, Brent Key came in immediately and said, we got to be physical. we got to be more physical. We're going to practice more physical. And I don't think that people saw that maybe at the end of the year, Mike, yeah. but that's how Brent Key came up. Well, you could certainly say that uh, at least for a, the quarter and maybe the first 10 minutes or whatever, the second quarter, they were hanging with Georgia. Yes. If you didn't have a couple of – I mean, look, they know they were going to win that game, but let's be honest, Georgia Tech did not embarrass themselves in a game where they were a huge underdog. Was it Haynes King, as you mentioned, coming in from A&M? Yes. So there's – I mean, you got some pieces all of a sudden, and it just took the right guy. Look, Collins, we, we loved all the uh, the bluster and the marketing vibe, but at the end of the day, the rubber never hit the road. So Key, Key seems to be the right dude. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it can be simple things like that where you're getting more contact and – all the things like we talk about, better tackling and all that stuff, just practice. Hey, we will talk about the dogs and the transfers, but there's a major story down in Florida today, and this involves their star quarterback recruit, Jaden Rashada, who said, I'm out. He's had a $13 million NIL deal lined up from the Gators boosters, and apparently it fell apart. He initially uh, was uh, signed with Miami or was going to get verbally committed to the U, goes to Florida, and now apparently he's on the float. He's a top 10 quarterback. Where's he going? That's the big question. He walked away from how much? Thir- well, again, thirteen Allegedly. million dollars. A thirteen million dollars NIL deal. This ad's being reported. Let's be honest. You and I say it all the time. Show me the money. Where's it at? Never amounts yeah. to any of that. Yeah. But what, let's just say that was it was around ten million. These booster organizations are putting together these collectives to go get this coin. Some guys are killing the kid. I get how you can kill the kid, but you don't know all the details. I mean, immediately I've seen guys. Oh, look at this entitlement. I don't know. Maybe promises were made and promises were broken. I don't know. Let's wait till the can we wait till the body's cold on this one? People yeah. go nuts already. He may, he look, maybe he, you want to you want to immediately think he's some kind of entitled kid who's going to bounce around seven programs. I don't know that yet, but it does look bad for Florida. Yeah, it's interesting, Mike. And, and again, if you're talking about that kind of because what's happening right now, and coaches are talking about this. If guys are leaving after having that kind of money potentially promised, mm. then that means some more money is being promised somewhere else, okay? I mean, again, this is like guys opting out in the NBA. Right. Why am I leaving $35 million on the table? Because I know I can go get $45 million. Either way, that is an interesting story. Mm. We've got Connor Riley coming up at 4 o'clock, guys, to talk about the dogs. Can I hear Landry Fields? He was on the uh, radio station today. This is the general manager of our Atlanta Hawks talking about how he is handling the articles and the noise around the franchise. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
we come in here, we try to solve the world's problems in the world of sports, sometimes in other ways. Right. Uh, and people are curious about how we solve the problems of what's going on with the Hawks. Bo was just in here, our executive producer. We were just talking about Landry Field soundbite earlier today on the morning show, talking about how he's handling the, the articles and the noise around the franchise. And, and again, to make sure that we reference correctly, there have been a couple of different articles. One was from right. the AJC, Chris Bivlemore and company. Uh, the other one was Sam Amick uh, from The Athletic. They were similar but different, and uh, they had different things in them. And so when Landry Fields talks about, you know, people don't want to seek the truth, that just just rubbed me a little bit. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, I don't think the, the Hawks fans we, we know, Michael, we run into at games – you know, um, are not wanting to know how this team is doing their business. And more importantly, they don't want to know the truth about it. I haven't right. met a Hawks fan and go, hey, Tooks, by the way, man, lie to me about what's going on with the front office. Right. That, that's, I mean, not, that's not going on. Yeah, I mean, the, these are fans. Like You guys know the story in Atlanta. If you don't know, maybe you moved here, you're new. It's one of the cities that puts up the biggest numbers, even when the Hawks aren't good. We get more NBA ratings for the finals, for the All-Star Games, than in any other city in America, because there's a lot of hardcore, intelligent basketball fans. That's why you see so many blogs about hoops here in this town. And we got some of the best listeners in town that know what's going on. But they don't want to be treated like children. You know, and if a guy is the architect of the team and all of a sudden now you find out that everybody in the NBA, except for our fans, know that Travis Schlenk ain't doing nothing and that he got pushed out because the owner's son has got a different mindset about how this team should look. And he maybe have a, may have a relationship with the star player. That's a soap opera. That's, and these are the guys, No, I mean, and Landry Fields is only in this job now in his first year. These are the guys who've got to come up with something big unless this team goes on a big run and wins nine out of the next ten. Yeah, yeah. Your team has to win. You're not listening. Your general manager has to make some kind of bombastic trade, Mike, right. at, at the trade deadline. right? Because what that does is it takes your attention off of this stuff. And then if they're winning, that certainly takes our attention. Like, if they win tonight, which I hope we do, mm. I, I, I'm not in this to lose while we're going through this other stuff and trying to figure it out. I want us to win. I want our star to play well. But, it, it, Mike, if, if we're doing that, the attention fades on what's happening behind the scenes, and maybe they can get that figured out. But right now, when you're losing and you're not in the top four or five spots that in the Eastern Conference that people think you should be, mm. this is what happens. Let's hear Landry Fields, our general manager, talking about Trey versus Luka and how he views this. Uh, it's, a, it's a good question. Um, I think if you can, you know, whether you're talking to Trey or you're talking to Luca, you know, it's really about, hey, this is definitely a matchup. This is your matchup. But at the end of the day, it's not just about you. It's about your teammates as well. So fight off any of those temptations or, or the noise or the voices of I need to go at this guy and prove my worthiness. And the truth is, is you both are great players. I mean, like, to get caught up in, in, the, in the grand narrative, it's fun. It's entertaining, absolutely. And maybe here and there during the game, there's some moments that it kind of looks like that. And I, I, <laughs> I don't want to dishonor that at all. I think that's fun and it's part of the game. But ultimately, who's going to be the one that involves their teammates the most, that, makes sure, that is making sure that their teammates are in rhythm? Because when it gets into that fourth quarter, you're going to need everyone involved to try to get the game um, uh, and take it home with you. So uh, it's a fun thing. It's always interesting whenever it comes up. I see those guys as two great players in and of themselves. I know they're paired just based off the history and the story that surrounds the draft and everything since then. But, you know, they're individuals, and uh, they have simil similar skill sets, but they also have different skill sets. So it's just fun to watch both. Now, you know, some of the things he said you really can't argue with, and I've always said, you and I have discussed a million times, it doesn't have to be that sort of like, you know, skip, you know, skip, Ellis. <laughs> and, 
in an argument where it's going to be, you know, winner, loser. But, you know, we're going year by year. It's been pretty even. This is a year where Luca's kind of elevated a little bit, you know, as far as. And then if you're telling me Luca winds up than Cam Reddish, it's not too hard to say who lost the trade. That's a real. I mean, that would be the ultimate decider, wouldn't it? it, it well, if he went there and contributed and they right. went back to the Western Conference Finals, right. right? But the guy that you got in dropping down and making the trade for Luca for Trey, yeah. and you got a 10th round pick that winds up with Luca, you lost that trade. There's no other way. Mavs, Lakers, Bucks apparently interested in Cam Reddish. Uh, the Knicks mm. want second round compensation, which is not anything. <laughs> I mean, come I on. Mean, you and I really got a chance to talk to Cam Reddish about twice. It didn't seem like a bad dude. He no. wanted more minutes, and they shipped him to the literally the living hell that is working for Thibodeau. <laughs> yes, they did. It's Dukes and Bell. Uh, that's Landry Fields. I, I, um, I don't know. I, he talks about at the end of these games. This is where I, I think sometimes Luka differs. And, you know, we've seen Trey take games over late. But I do think the size of Luka allows him to do some of this stuff late in games that Trey's just not able to do. I mean, he can, know, he can take he can basically take on almost anybody save for maybe a seven-foot center. Anybody. And, and, and I, even that he does occasionally. I heard LeBron say this about Luka, Mike, when he was talking about, you know, guys that impress him in the league now. And, you know, again, dude's been around the league for 20 years now. LeBron's carried the league on his shoulders for a long time. And he was like, Luca, Luca gets to wherever he wants on the floor. Now, the reason why that's important for basketball heads is guys will tell you there are certain spots I want to get to that I feel more comfortable at, that I can shoot the ball from. Mm. Luca gets to those spots. Nobody's defending him enough to stop him from getting there. Trey, you can push him a little bit. Trey, you can move him and nudge him a little bit. Right. Trey, you might bump him a little bit. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing because Trey still is able to score when he wants. But that is the fundamental difference is the size. Right. And, you know, I, I, if Trey was 6'9", Trey be Magic Johnson. Yes, that's why Magic okay. Johnson was so special. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what we're yeah. saying. But, you know, but Steph Curry, and we've, but this goes back to the old argument, the old, the old, the OGs are like, Steph Curry ain't no MVP. You know what I mean? But that's a different NBA we play in that's now. Right. But they don't allow, they took away the kung fu kick into the defender on the three-point shot that was kind of Trey's thing. He still gets to the rack. He still goes amongst the tall trees and gets to the foul line. But you're right. Luca, just by the pure the physics of it, that's it. Is able to do things to LeBron's point that Trey can't do. And the numbers again, when you average them out, very similar numbers career wise and all that. It, it's going to look that way. But at the end of games, when, when Landry Fields is talking about needing your teammates at the end of games, Luca can literally say, "I got this clear," and I'm going to get to my spot. Trey may say that. But it may be more difficult to achieve. And that's why when he was doing that against the Knicks, Mike, it was like, whoa, a couple of years ago because he was shooting threes and shooting floaters. But what happened was, guys, the league said, oh, you got a floater. Okay, we're going to play you a little bit differently. Have you guys witnessed that this season? You witnessed that teams don't allow him to get in the lane? Yep. And to, Do the teardrop. Yep. It's changed because now we know you've got that. So that's the difference in how these guys play. Both are great, though. I do agree with Landry yeah. Fields on that. And, you know, the Porzingis thing, there was some, I guess at some point, the chemistry there, Luca. There, there were reports in Dallas that he wanted. He was preferring that Porzingis be not there. So he's not. He ended up with the Wiz, right? Right. And there's been times, although it's John Collins has never admitted it, he's intimated they don't laugh at the same jokes, but you almost feel like maybe Trey would want John gone. I, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But John Collins been on the rumor block now, trade block for three years with this franchise. Yeah. So I'm talking about who's swinging the most weight. He got Luca got Carlisle fired. Donnie Nelson got blown out. Cuban was not going to make his superstar unhappy. And so that, but that's and that's not pay, taking a shot at Luca. That's the nature of the NBA. That's why if Trey really doesn't like Nate, Nate will not be here. Yeah. Um, 
both have early opt-outs while we're talking about this. You know they signed the max deals, uh, actually a super max, because they were both all NBA, so those, those escalators kicked in. They were $200 million and they went to like 200 and whatever, right, 215 or whatever. And, Mike, they both have opt-outs, which means the Mavs basically have two years to say, hey, look what we built around you. And the Hawks also have just a couple of years. Don't think that for a second if this thing is not where it's supposed to be that Trey won't say in 2025, right. hey, uh, I'm going to exercise my option and, and, and this early termination clause. Why wouldn't he? I mean, mm. he doesn't become a free agent until, I think, 2027. But the idea is, what are you doing around me? That's why they put these clauses in there. So, Luca's in a similar position where, hey, I've been to the Western Conference Finals. What are you now going to do to make our team better? And ever since, as we said, the stuff kind of dropped in the uh, the athletic, then the AGC had a follow-up article, a lot of craziness. The Hawks are 5-2 and two in their last seven. And Trey, by the way, Carl, is averaging 27.4 yes. and just under 10 assists, 9.3. And his, uh, as I mentioned earlier, his three-point shooting is up to 42.6%. So, Trey, his game has gotten better to start the month in the new year. Yeah, he's doing his thing. 404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Lots of guys talking about uh, the Hawks. Uh, Jimmy Dean, one of them, talking about uh, y'all are advocating for Trey. Yes, we're always going to advocate for our guy. He's our guy. He's the, he's the guy that reps our city. Of course I am. So, yeah, I wanted Trey when we drafted him, Mike, because we needed some pizzazz in this city. And there was like, there was no win, no. You and I talked about it with the listeners, okay? And there were a lot of dudes that were like, Doncic, come on. (laughs) Slovenia. (laughs) So let's not get a little revisionist, okay? For you guys to say that draft night, it was white boy day, that was not how it played here in the A, okay? Let's keep it real. Coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. Is he completely healthy? It's part of a huge storyline heading into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 